Hello there. Welcome back to the Senate Podcast. We're on episode number 25, and I'm your host, Caleb Johnston. Today, I'm joined by two returning faces. Mr. Andrew Tate Smith is making his long-awaited return. My reprisal, so to speak. <laughs> yes. So, uh, Andy, how have you been? How have you been doing? Really good. Uh, definitely, I gotta admit, the break was really nice, but at the end of the day, yeah. I'm glad to be back and you know give up my opinion for however much that counts. Yes, I I completely agree with you. And taking, <laughs> taking time away, nothing is more valuable than somebody's time. Um, time because you can't get time back. You can, right. you know what I mean. You can't get time back. So it's funny. Speaking of that, I'm I'm going on vacation today. Uh -huh. So we got up bright and early, Andy, you and I, but also Tony Quinn. He's joining us. Tony, you've been on um lately a lot with doing this with me. I'm looking at this, Andy, and last one you were on was. Uh, actually one with all three of us, we did the game studios we would acquire if we owned a publisher. That was a fun episode. Oh yeah. That was a blast. So, um, Tony, since then me and you've been doing a lot. Um, so how have you been lately? We, uh, it's been about a week since you've been on. So, um, anything new, anything interesting? Uh, I've been pretty good. Uh, played quite a bit of Kirby in the F forgotten land and that game is just wonderful. That's awesome. I can't wait to play that. Um, I, I went to the game store, but they didn't have it. So, And I, I don't want to get digital on Nintendo, but Nintendo did announce that their next console, uh, it's going to be connected to the Switch, like your profile. So let's say you get a down, you download a game on Switch, it'll be on Nintendo's next console. Thank God. Yeah, I saw that too. Do. I was like, oh, jeez, yeah. thank God. <laughs> That's I mean, surprising. It wouldn't really matter that much to me, but it's nice um tony i talked i told i gave you this like little idea andy i don't know what you think about this but uh what what about like an idea for an episode that's like pitting the three major console publishers against each other in what it, aspect a 1v1v1 and oh, okay. anything goes so you can like it's it's just for fun but anything goes yeah. like nintendo versus xbox versus playstation so that was just an idea I had, but um, because Nintendo has been killing it lately. Uh, I'm sure you saw some of the direct, but that direct oh, yeah. was awesome. Yeah, a lot awesome. of the stuff was definitely really good. Um, actually, part of that would go into this little exercise. It's not the main thing, but I guess you could say the honorable mention. Okay, so with that being said, let's just jump into the uh, the episode. Let's jump into the deep end right now. Most overrated game of all time here we go uh long a uh, few months ago andy we did not necessarily the most underrated but we did some of the most underrated games yeah they were kind of more like hidden gems more so than yeah. underrated yeah that was that that's i should you know what i should have named it a hidden gem episode yeah uh, but in hindsight yeah. you can only see something and be like man i should edit that <laughs> Yeah, and uh, we were just talking. We we should revisit that, and maybe maybe when we re revisit it, we can tackle it more of like a hidden gem type of episode. Yeah, and I mentioned uh, Tony mentioned yeah. earlier that he wanted to try something like that too. So, what do you think? Yeah, Tony, the uh, oh, are you talking would you about? would yeah, you well, rather? <laughs> you're good. It's it's so hard to pick an overrated game. I know you're just going through the list right now, yeah, but. Uh... Um, for an underrated game, would you want to do like the most underrated or kind of like multiple like hidden gem type of episode? We could do both technically. Uh, I like to do both. I think I play more because I'm I kind of just play like random stuff that I find interesting, and I played quite a few that like I don't really hear people talk about, and I think are great. And like it'd be nice to let people know that they exist. So yeah, and and you're you're tackling that like idea and angle for underrated. So for overrated, we got to talk first about what it even means to be overrated. So what I'll do is I'll kind of just give my explanation and then I'll pass it to one of you guys. But overrated, you have to take into account a few things for it to be considered overrated. And we all have our own criteria in our head for why we picked 
the game we picked for most overrated. So what this is my personal thought process when I do it. Um, the critical reception, the commercial rece- reception, and just sort of the uh, objective quality of the game. And by that, I just mean performance-wise. Because performance is objective, you know. Right. Thir- you know, is it 30? Is it 60? Does it actually work at that intended frame rate? Or is, or is it fundamentally uh, broken? So I didn't really go on to metacritic or whatever because my game got unanimous tens out of tens so (laughs) i didn't really need to go but you don't necessarily need to pick a game that's a 10 out of 10 but let me go to my little monologue thing i have um i'll just read i'll read some of it now just so you guys can get an idea so most overrated game of all time my mind goes to something that is a huge game without deserving the overwhelming amount of praise that it gets or that it had so initially, I think of games that are huge, like a GTA V, uh, a Fortnite, or some battle royale type of thing. You know, your generic first-person shooter, whatever that might might come to mind. That's like super uh, influential, like a Warzone or Call of Duty. Um, you know what I mean? So, you know, I think about how even if they don't deserve the amount of love that they get, they still earned it in some capacity, and more importantly, they actually managed to pull it off even though they might not have deserved it sure um cool there goes my light i'll have to go turn that on but anyways that's kind of my criteria uh i can get into some examples but what do you guys like your thought process for overrated when you think about it and andy i'll ask you first because um i know um we kind of did this exercise before so now how are you developing it for an overrated mindset yeah, great question. Um, by the way, I'm sure everyone listening will know that this is, as Caleb mentioned, a subjective take. So this is a more relative approach to what we consider being good slash bad. Maybe not even good slash bad, but just questioning why it's at the point that it is. Um, going back to what Caleb said, I'm not quite as... Um, min-maxing in terms of specs and details, but one thing I will say for sure is it has to be a game that has a popularity to it, something that's actively played, or at the very least something that if you mention it to someone, they'll most likely go, oh, yeah, I've heard of it. But also, it has to have a positive positive reception. You know, the game has to be something people be like, yeah, this is really good. A lot of people play it. Something that I see, you know, like on Twitch.tv or whatever, something that's just really high and has a lot of traffic to it. But when I get into this, it'll just be more or less what I see everyone else sees, but questioning the depth of how far that goes. The depth of it, if it it earns it. And that's a big thing I have in my write-up is, does the game deserve it and has it earned it or justified it because it can a game can manage to pull it off you know what i mean mm-hmm. uh for whatever reason maybe it's just time and place but does it really earn it or prove it so tony overrated game what is your thought process for it and then we'll just jump into the uh what ours are <laughs> uh i mean um i mean i pay kind of less attention to like the critical opinions of stuff only because i'm never totally in sync with them but i mean it i would agree that it has to be a game that you know has you know that a lot of critics say is you know worth playing uh has a favorable score has a you know at least pretty good uh reputation and like it's kind of like every like franchise or whatever has those few titles that like most gamers would be like oh yeah man that was great or you know that's the best one or that's the best one you're describing my pick yeah yeah, so i think (laughs) i think it would have to be it's not my opinion though like i think some people tend to conflate overrated with bad like if you're saying yes. something's yeah. overrated people exactly are like, how dare you say that and it's like dude i'm not saying it's yes. i'm not yeah yes yeah i'm not saying it sucks i'm just saying 
that I played it, I beat it, and I was like, I enjoyed that, but like I was led to believe that it would be, you know, so much better. So in my opinion, overrated, I think, like if I had to boil it down to one concise summary, it would just be uh has a positive reputation and overall uh positive reception with critics and players. I think yeah, and um Andy, we're gonna get to your pick. But <laughs> Tony, I love what you said about that. That is so that's oh, wait, so I have true. To, sorry, I kinda summed it. No, um has a popular reception and reputation with critics and players, but um might not necessarily live up to that. So Okay, I think that is very accurate for overrated. And I just want to give a quick example just to bring it home before we give our picks. Sure. Uh, just as an example, Legend mm-hmm. of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That would be an overrated if they can explain it properly. Yes. The thing is, your your explanation of it, I don't know if either of you picked that. I didn't, but no, I I'm did. using it as an example. because right. T- Tony, did you pick that game? It's on my list, yeah. I don't know okay, if it's good. like my it's, number one. Good, it's so. on my list too, and I think that's a good. I think that's a good um, example because I think everybody kind of looks at Breath of the Wild like a little overrated because of not because of the quality of the game. The game is one of the best. It's one of the best quality games ever made. Not necessarily because of the performance the graphics, anything like that, but just the design and the love and the, the art, you know, artistry that went into it. You know what I mean? And what it managed to pull off and not just what they managed to pull off by releasing it, but the fact that it does justify itself somewhat, you know, it's, it's like, wow, it, it seems overrated because of the amount of love and the amount of cap people will have for this game by saying it's the greatest thing ever. But at the same time, it, you have to justify your own reasoning for why that it proves itself or doesn't prove itself. You know what I mean? Right. So with that being said, Andy, give me, uh, give me, give me some thoughts. Give me your honorable mention and uh, just take it away. Drop the okay. bombs. Right. This is a little nervous about this. I guess we'll start with the honorable mention. Um, okay. Before the stream started, I mentioned to these guys here loosely, uh, we were talking about Nintendo Direct. There was something that was kind of in that, not necessarily the game as a whole, but I guess the most recent iteration. And I guess I just got to peel the bandaid off on this. Uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. That's your, okay. That's honorable mention. I will say this just because the game itself Mario Kart everyone loves Mario Kart and like the classics like GameCube Double Dash and even some of the you know somewhat more recent iterations there's nothing wrong with them I just feel yeah. like in terms of honorable mention it had just that recent update um with uh, the new lap and the Kamek yeah and yeah. I feel like it's trying to milk that out to a degree so what I that one's not necessarily one I looked into too much, but I just feel like for the amount of updates and content going forward with it, I feel like it would have been fine, like, say, with Smash Brothers Ultimate, where if it just was at its peak, left alone, yeah. and people just enjoyed it. But with Nintendo They're, they're Direct, milking it, yeah. Yeah, with Nintendo Direct saying, hey, we're going to throw more stuff into it, people are like, yeah, more Mario Kart content. That's kind of my take of... Seeing it still be on this pedestal, even though there are other Mario Kart games that would better fit like that atmosphere and like experience. And just to, I want to jump in because I love talking about the Mario series. We got to do a mm-hmm. whole episode on just Mario. It, yeah, because I actually like the older Mario games, like the classic Mario games, like uh, Sunshine or, or mm-hmm. Double Dash, because of the charm and just it did different. It did something different, and it didn't have DLC that it milked. They didn't give you crumbs and say, hey, this is a feast. Mm -hmm. But really, they were just giving you cookie crumbs. They were giving you a little trail, a little taste to keep you hooked. But they weren't giving you anything of substance. And I think that's what you're saying. I like it. And it's Mm -hmm. funny enough that Mario Kart 8 is in the top 10 highest selling games of all time. 
So yeah, so it's popular, it's good. Yes, but if we're going with honorable mention, the one that's it doesn't like, prove okay, it. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely one I would have said been up there. Good pick. So drop the drop the big bomb now. It's like the meme of the guy that's sweating and he's about to hit the <laughs> yeah, button. That's me. I feel like uh, Jordan Peele when he's just like oversaturated in sweat, like he's getting ready for the <laughs> the, the confession of a lifetime. But okay, so perfect. This one's probably going to be one. Not you guys specifically, but people listen to be like, what are you on about? And I just got to say it, Valorant. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I kind of figured that'd be the type of reaction. So let me just go ahead into what I know about the game. Um, I've played a little bit before, but I do know enough about it. I've watched Twitch channel. Um, it's got 124 current viewers right now. On average, the game has about you know 5.5 million people playing it on the regular. Um, probably about 19,000 downloads, and according to Open Critic, it's got an average about 80 to 84 percent. Now, it's a popular game. There's nothing wrong with the game itself per se. One of the biggest selling points is that it's free; you could just jump yeah. in and play. However, I, my biggest gripe is that people put it on a higher pedestal than the two games that it combines, and that's going to be CSGO and Overwatch. Now, it takes more along the lines of um, CSGO in terms of core mechanics, and even you could say Rainbow Six Siege to a degree with the specialist. The tactical I, Hero Tactical abilities, part. yeah. Yeah, because some of them are more like, you know, controlling the area. Some are more, you know, just setting up a, a choke point, yep. uh, raw damage. Now, I see a tactical shooter should be tactical shooter, and this game fits the bill on that. But adding the extra bells and whistles of the, the theme just doesn't yeah. rub right because I feel as if it should have a more, quote, realistic approach. And Valorant kind of jumps back and forth between the like the demographic of multiple game types. It, 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 it's not defining itself. It's trying to be it's it's trying to be a clone instead of an it, original. Not necessarily a clone, but more like a hybrid. It's kind of like here, you want this, you want this, you want this, here, we'll just clump it all together. Um yeah, as far as the gameplay itself goes, you know, like instant headshot kills plays like CSGO, you could get your different weapons um, picked out as a loadout, different game modes. Um, I just think that with the way it presents itself, that it's a really popular game, but there are other games like CSGO or Overwatch that kind of are more fundamentally grounded than just saying, hey, let's just Frankenstein something together and just see what people think. So I just want to ask you a few things about it because I know about it, um, mm -hmm. and I knew I knew that it was it's heavily influenced by CS:GO. Yeah. So I'm reading about the reception on on Wiki right now, but I, I kind of want you to tell me from mm -hmm. your own experience how did this game do originally when it launched? Ah. Uh. See, I only played like maybe like a year after it came out. So I wasn't exactly there for like day one or its first okay. initial iteration. But um, the reception that people had that, you know, most games usually do are that it had the opportunity to grow. And it definitely was getting its foot in the door. Is it is it another situation like the Ubisoft Battle Royale they had? What was that called? What, Apex? It, it, no, it no, came so, and went no, no, so quick. Um, oh. You know what I'm talking about. I, um, vaguely, but I can't say I can't for remember, sure. I, that's how quick it came and went. Um, <laughs> I know Valorant is obviously more, way more popular than that because it's still going. Right. Um, it, is, it is highly regarded, but it you're saying it just does not – it doesn't prove – it doesn't justify itself. I, I um, would say it's more like – the game itself definitely is a, an enjoyable game to play. Like I said before, it being free is a good reason to get invested into it. But people treat it as like this highest pedestal. I mean, like just even right now, Valorant has triple the the Twitch viewers that CS:GO has, and I know. Are you not serious? 
I'm not necessarily saying that's like an exact metric of how it fares, but yeah, more but people are interested very in notable. Valorant subjectively, and you could see that for yourself than they are like the original game and even Overwatch okay. Two. Like that game alone, Valorant has more attention and investment than that, its two that's a great, great point. games. Uh, that's uh, I'm going to use a very similar argument um, or yeah. explanation for mine too. I think that's that's a good point because yeah, it's basically almost what are you saying? Like it's the is it the 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 hype or the, it's like the cap? People are like this is better than this. This is so good, but really it's. I feel like also it just comes down to because it's free, a lot of free to play games get this buzz. Yeah, because you have more people able to invest into it. Um, I will say yeah. that Overwatch 2 even is free, so that argument doesn't even quite hold anymore. The original, you could say, yeah, you had to pay for it, but Overwatch 2 is free, and you can invest into it. But I feel as if a hybrid game should be on par, or at the very you know, best, slightly above the two games that brought it together. But when you have such an astronomical yeah. spike compared to where it came from... That's kind of why I see it as overrated. Like, yes, it's good. I've played. It's not bad. But should it be at this high? No. I like that. Um, it's funny because I actually had Overwatch as an honorable mention. <laughs> but then I thought about it and I was like, well, Overwatch kind of uh, re not reinvented the genre, but it was the biggest of its genre. So I'm like, it does. Overwatch justifies itself. Valorant, it's like. It's trying to do what Overwatch does, but it just doesn't. Uh, kind of. I'd say it's more, yeah. like I said, more CSGO, Rainbow Six oriented. But the um, agents, you know, specialties and different, like, I guess, game changing yeah. abilities that augment the game, I feel like is part of a distraction from just tactical shooting in its genre. You know what? That's that's a great point. We're... Tony, get ready. I'm gonna throw it to you, but that's a that's a great point, and I didn't take into consideration really the free to play aspect because I was also trying to take into account pricing because that's gonna affect a lot. Um, yeah, yeah. So free to play, I, I definitely, I definitely would say, would have to say that um, free to play is a huge argument mm -hmm. in favor of an overrated game. Exactly. Yeah. You could pick it up and play it, and you yeah. lost nothing but time. So subjectively, you didn't really lose anything. Yes. Yeah. I like it. I'm gonna actually factor that as somehow into mine because that's cool. pricing. I think plays a, a big point because when it launches, that that launch price determines everything. Oh yeah, um, that too. And yeah. then over time, as sales and yep. an overall price drop occurs, yeah, it evens out to something different. Yeah. Now we don't have we don't have to take that into account at all, but I think that's a, a it helps. very I fair mean, point. For the yeah. sake of argument, it's something that's like if you're going to yeah. if you're going to take something that's at that level and say why you don't like it, or maybe not even that, but why you don't agree, that should definitely be something that's looked over and mentioned. Yeah. yeah. Now this is just a fun you know uh, yeah. exercise we're doing. We're just jumping on here, giving our examples. <laughs> so sure. It, I, I think for, but I do think for if you're saying of all time, you're saying the most overrated ever of all time, yeah. you do kind of have to give some substantial reasoning. So, with that being said, Tony, I want to know your substantial reasoning for the game you're going to uh, give us today for most overrated. <laughs> but I, I want to know kind of your thought process on your honorable mention first, just so I can gauge, gauge, gauge yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, my thought process is basically like, yeah, like um, I heard these games are great, so I played them, and you know, I didn't necessarily think any of them were bad, but they had, you know, a few things that made me go, well, how can people like? It's like, like I don't know, like this is probably a bad metaphor because I'm just thinking of it, but like, say you go to like, you know, like a restaurant that has a great reputation, you know, if you're enjoying the food, but you know, like they're like, you know, animals running around in the area where you're trying to eat, you'd be like, how can people love this restaurant? If you have to deal with that, like, that's weird. How does nobody else, care? you know what I mean? So it's like, there were things that I ran into playing 
these that made me just go, no, there's no way. There's just no way, you know. So, um, my first honorable mention is the first Devil May Cry, as in the original on PS2. Um, and the reason for that is because playing this game sucks. I mean, actually, <laughs> yeah. the 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 open critic score isn't that high. It has a top critic average of 77, 73% of critics recommend it. Overall strong rating. So, I mean, that's not going to sound great. But, like, if you, you know, like, talk to anybody about, like, influential action you know, character action games. This is like one of the ones they talk about. And yeah, it's yeah. influential. The iconography is great. The atmosphere is great. All that stuff. But the combat feels weird. The platforming feels clunky. You know, it it feels like it kind of felt like uh, when I tried to play Shadow of the Colossus. Um, like, how did people play this? Like, I, I don't know. And then it has one of the most insulting easy modes. In a game, hmm. any other game, put the difficulty down to easy. It's the same, but the combat's a little easier. If you want to play this on easy, it's like Capcom was like, oh, oh, poor baby. You want to play the game <laughs> on easy? Okay, well, don't worry. We got you. All the combos perform automatically. You don't have to do anything. Your health gets insanely big. All this other stuff. We're going to let you have pick. training wheels because you're a little yeah. baby and you want to play the game like a baby. Oh, <laughs> you can't play action game. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Can somebody get the baby as bottle? And I played it on that difficulty because I kept getting creamed on normal, but I kind of hated it. So I think I didn't have an experience with the game. It didn't feel like it was very accessible. Okay, like, I got you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, You know what I mean? Like I, It might as well have just been a From Software game if it was just going to punish you over and over so that i think like it's not so much like it's a pretty you know fun game is not much less or more fun than the other ones but like i just don't feel like it was made properly i guess so um yeah and then my that's second a, that's a good honorable mention yeah and then my second honorable mention um how many honorable mentions do you just want? Do you want us to do two? Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Whatever you need, whatever you, whatever you feel like discussing. Like uh, real quick, I'll just say because you mentioned Shadow of the Colossus, mm -hmm. I think that is such a perfect pick for like an uh, overrated game. Oh, dude, but, it, yeah. the, the only... atmosphere is incredible. Everything else, I hate. I hate <laughs> it. And and the only reason I wouldn't pick it uh, is just because I don't think it's big enough. So that's the I only mean, reason. it has a. So, I'd kind of fight you on that one. It has a pretty good rep. Actually, uh, Guillermo del Toro, the f filmmaker, said that uh, that's one of the games he thinks is a masterpiece. Exactly why it's overrated. <laughs> Point <laughs> so, case. All right, just kidding. You just made my case for me. All right. Um, Are you calling my boy an overrated filmmaker? No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, all right. Give me your. Uh, give oh, me your no. Case. I got to get out of here, guys. I'm sorry. Um, my second pick is God of War 2018. Ooh. So, okay. Solid pick. Yeah. In the, starting, in the starting hours playing this game, I was like. Solid pick, bro. This is cool. Cook. I like the vibe. Okay. You know, that scene where Kratos fights, uh, <laughs> Kratos fights the, the crazy guy who's not wearing a shirt. I forget his name. Uh, Balder. Is it Balder? Balder? Yeah. 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 That fight was cool, you know, it was really cinematic. I like the camera work. Fight. I like the direction, you know, it's just two powerful gods just throwing down and beating the hell out of each other. I was like, okay, this is cool. You know, walking around the environments, figuring stuff out, finding stuff. Felt like Last of Us. I was like, okay, this is cool. When the World Serpent showed up, I sat there with my jaw dropped. I was like, this is one of the coolest spectacles I've ever seen in a game. All right. The, I don't. I didn't love the combat, but it was, you know, fun and satisfying. You know, it felt complex enough to that you'd have to master it, but not like overwhelming or anything like that. Like a, you know, yeah. like, like a from software game or whatever. But then the game decides to become an RPG 
You know, like they give you this boat where you can sail to these little islands and stuff. I didn't mind that. But then it's like, okay, here's the crafting. We're going to let you craft chest armor. You can craft wrist armor. You can craft leg armor. You can craft calf armor. And it's like, I I don't know. Like, I, I just, it's just weird. Like the idea of like, you know, like Kratos is this powerful guy who in the other games, because they were just hack and slash games, he did just fine. You know, you didn't need any of that stuff. But now this game, like, it's like, oh, Kratos wants to make himself a nice sweater. Okay, let's see, Kratos. <laughs> you, you got some resources. I'm going to make you, you know, a nice chest piece. Oh, look, it's, you know, purple. Oh, look, it. oh, you know, let's customize the look of your axe. You know, let's give you all of these runes that have a cooldown. You know that is essentially Kratos like don't need runes. Borderline, like <laughs> give him his just, blades. It just it threw in all these mechanics that just it's like I I don't know. I feel like it should have been a more stripped down thing. Like you know, like I didn't mind the skill trees. That should have been it, and there should have been shops where you can buy weapons. I don't know. It's just I don't know. It just felt like it was trying to do way too much, and you know, and for open for critic, that and. 90, yeah. Wait, 94 critic yeah. average, 98% of critics recommended. I've seen this on so many game of the year lists. People talk about it like it's some masterpiece, and I'm like, bro, how? I think what it accomplishes was um, great for, for uh, what, you know, at that time, and still today, I would I would highly recommend the game, but in terms of people saying it was the greatest thing since, you know, sliced bread, I was like, mm. bro. He has a little kid with him. That's really the only thing that's intriguing about this. Um, the the pantheon, the pantheon, and uh, and the now he has Atreus, but the, the yeah, style true. seems like it is it is um, almost like what you said, Andy, with it blending multiple games together. In a sense, uh, um, not saying I'll, it's I'll... bad. It, what God of War did was bad. It was a lot of fun. I like the. Mm-hmm how it factored into the action but i think i i see what you're saying um for that for the god awards being more stripped down and it was kind of a it was a little overrated so good pick all right so my actual pick for the most overrated game i've played now i'm not like i said i'm not somebody that plays what's popular necessarily so i don't have a lot of picks that i would think are overrated because the stuff i play generally doesn't necessarily have a pedigree behind it i just kind of play random stuff that i think looks cool for the most part so but there is one game that you know i uh played the first game in this franchise years ago on ps2 and then in 2020 i decided to play them all because a new one came out the year before so i played all of them all the remastered collection on ps4 and i was excited to finally be able to play this whole game and experience the greatness. And I did not get that from Kingdom Hearts 2. <laughs> Hold on. I need to drink some water. <laughs> I'm kidding. He did it. He I wouldn't have it. cared if you were really crying, but you know. Yeah, well, um, I didn't care either, but <laughs> Yeah. No, okay. He said my goal is to make so, you suffer. Before I rip into this game that I Really like, by the way. I don't think it's bad. Yeah. Just want to say, I do not think Kingdom Hearts 2 is bad. Don't send your hitman to come after me, okay? Because it, they're not strong enough. Oh, let um, him cook. <laughs> yep, simmer. The combat in this game is really polished. Like, the glow-up in combat from Kingdom Hearts 1, which was a little clunky and, you know, okay. kind of like... um you know, in some way, like, I think some of the challenge just comes from the fact that the camera sucks and the game kind of fights you a tiny bit in some places. Yeah, big credit time. And Kingdom Hearts 2, oh my god, the gameplay, dude, for a PS2 game, it's smooth. It feels it. great. Uh, <laughs> it, they didn't give you a dodge roll, or I think the remaster did, but it wasn't remaster something did. you started yeah. out with. Yeah, which, I don't know, that was, um, game, which isn't bad. Yeah, it like encourage you to you know block more. The reaction <laughs> commands are fun, certainly better than the attractions in the third game. I don't know what they were thinking with that. Um, you know the uh, Roxas, 
this game introduced Roxas, who is the best boy of Kingdom Hearts. I don't want to hear otherwise. Uh, Roxas is my spirit animal. <laughs> Roxas and Terra. Um, and, you know, I like that they went deeper with the story. It was an interesting story seeing, you know, the nobodies and the organization and their plight um, was really cool. But the holy hell, like, okay, <laughs> first of all, the level design. People, I've I've seen people bitch about the level design in Kingdom Hearts 1. And it's like, yeah, some of the levels suck. Monstro, every area looks exactly the same and it's a maze. <laughs> so that's a big problem. Neverland could have been so creative. And it's literally Captain Hook's ship. And you can fly around the clock tower like three feet in either direction. And Birth that's by it. Sleep addresses that, though. You can go into a Neverland area and Birth by Sleep. Yeah, I think that game's the most underrated in the franchise, but that's a different conversation. <laughs> Back to um, the point, yep. The f- <laughs> so, the level design <laughs> is nothing. There is no level design. Where's the level design? I don't know. Yeah. Sir, yeah. may I have some level design with my game? <laughs> Thank you very much. Let me just Pride Lands, <laughs> Pride Lands is just a big gray piece of crap. The Mulan level isn't really much of anything. Um, yeah, but I don't like in the f- first game. You know, there were environmental puzzles. Wonderland's a perfect example. You know, you oh, figure yeah. out you know how to access a door, and you know there are some rooms that like you know where it flips the gravity and puts you on the ceiling, and then you get the Trinity ability. So it's like a mm-hmm. Metroidvania. It's like oh, now I can go to this level and activate this and get this thing. Kingdom Hearts Two has none of that. Where is it? Where like there the it it just like dropped the ball in so many ways. Where Kingdom Hearts One had atmosphere, Kingdom Hearts Two, except for like World That Never Was, doesn't have any atmosphere mm. in my opinion it it was just i nightmare b- 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 nightmare before christmas was really cool though but everything else i i'm struggling to even r- really remember and <clears throat> atlantica being a rhythm game was at least i actually have to play atlantica like i did in the first game but it was stupid it was stupid yeah, i hated it i just wanted it to end the story in this game the first game had a simple and clean uh, story <laughs> that wrapped up really nicely. This game's story was the most underwhelming thing that I've experienced in a long time. Like it, it, it just like drops the ball. Like Kyrie loses her memory for like five minutes, and then she remembers Sora again. That's convenient. That could have been a whole plot point. Um. They reveal that Ansem was actually this guy called Xanord, and Ansem was his nobody. And mm-hmm. then his he locked his master, the real Ansem, in the realm of darkness, and then he escaped, and he was Diz and Chain of Memories, and that was a whole thing. And it builds up to this, you know, climax where you're like, okay, now these guys are about to throw down. This is going to be intense. What it amounts to is Ansem shooting a gun at the Kingdom Hearts that they summon to try and get rid of it or whatever. <laughs> Xemnas walks up behind him, and then they just have a conversation. It's like, bro, turn your ass around. That would be like if in A New Hope, when Obi-Wan was shutting down the gravity, uh, the gravity beam, Vader just walks up behind him, and that was their confrontation. Just like them having a conversation with one guy not even acknowledging the guy that ruined his life and betrayed him and, you know, locked him in the realm of darkness where he kind of lost his mind for I don't even know how freaking long. (laughs) And then Sora and Riku get locked in the realm of darkness and then they're like, maybe maybe we're needed here for a while. And then I was like, oh, is the next is Kingdom Hearts 3 going to have them stuck in the realm of darkness? Wow, that's really interesting. Nope. A door <laughs> magically appears that leads them back to <laughs> Destiny Island because Kyrie has an ability to write things that then become magic that then make other things happen that we didn't know about. <laughs> Kyrie doesn't really even do a damn thing in this game. In the first game, she had a personality. She was sassy. She was cute. She was enduring. Endearing. She was Sora's backbone, you know? And then... In the second game, she just gets kidnapped, and then she summons a Keyblade somehow and joins up with them, and then magically makes a door appear, so now everybody could be reunited happily ever after, but you know there's more games, so 
retroactively that ending's kind of weird, but that it wasn't like that at the time. So that's why I think Kingdom Hearts 2 is overrated because I beat the first game, I was satisfied. I beat this game, and I was like, okay, that was cool, but like also. So my, my question for you is this <laughs> is Kingdom Hearts 2 among so among among how is it for Kingdom Hearts fans is it the highest regard most of them like I I've, I've heard so many people say it's the best in the series and I don't know what planet they're Would you on. say that's also the case <laughs> it kind for of like is, but also Is that also the case for like the general consensus for like game like the gaming community as a whole I can't on Open Critic and Metacritic. It doesn't have the game by itself. It just has yeah. like the remastered bundles. Okay, what do you? So think? I can't find a score for it individually. Andy, um, <laughs> just your uh, all right. In the Kingdom Hearts two, where does it sit in the industry? At, I mean, like in terms of Kingdom Hearts games, is it like the highest? It's definitely up there. I mean, okay. uh, if you take a step back. And you look at it, there are elements to Kingdom Hearts 2 that could have been improved upon. I will say Tetsuya Nomura oh, has been... The freaking magic system? The magic system in the first game had a replenishable bar. You replenish the bar slowly, and then if you hit people with melee attacks, it slowly refills the bar. So there was a good strategy. It's like, okay, I need magic. Should I use an ether, or should I risk losing some health to land some hits on this enemy so I could refill my magic that way. In the second game and onward, they do this thing where it just runs out. You use it a few times, it runs out, and you have to wait for it to recharge. So you just stand over there and do fuck off for the... Sorry, for All right. like five minutes and wait for your magic bar to recharge. Sorry. <laughs> Tony, And the drive form some, sucks. Take some Leveling the drive form sucks. It's, it's, I think you're more it's grindy, it's denial. annoying. It's like, there's another RPG in this RPG. You have to grind for general stats, and you have to grind for drive points. Why? Thank All you. Right. All right, I'm sorry. Uh, now I'm done. You're <laughs> you you just got to take some deep breaths. Well, well, me and me See, and Andy are going to continue. Type and you're more worked up than me. That that's yeah. saying something. I, you just convinced me that this is the most overrated game ever. With that, oh, I better uninstall this from my PS4. One sec. Yeah, let me just stop playing it. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, I, I I'm asking you if it's like the most regarded, like highest uh, regarded in the series, because uh, I think that it is based on everything I've seen and heard. Yeah, it definitely is. So for a and lot also, of people, the main three it has the the lowest uh, sales for all three, anyways. So it's that is interesting. Uh, I I like that. That's a great pick, yeah, Andy. What's your thoughts on his pick? Yeah, so um, you you were saying something, and then I interjected. <laughs> That's not how this works. I'm just <laughs> That's funny. Uh, okay, so a lot of points Tony said are mostly valid. Like I said, uh, originally, Tetsuya Nomura has been known to make confusing storylines that require multiple games to even begin grasping. I mean, they yeah. even have a bundle called The Story So Far just to try and clump everything into a somewhat cohesive narrative. Dude, I, I would literally beat a game and then like have to have like of like a like a series of conversations with one of my friends just to know what the heck even happened. I still kind of don't understand some of the stuff. Yeah, and I went through I the mean, whole thing. Yeah, no, I, that's a great pick. I think yeah, that's a great solid. Pick. That's yeah. actually a really good pick. I like that pick. Um, so let let me just uh, while we're on while we're keeping the ball rolling here. You guys ready for my monologue? Let's hear it. Yeah. Okay. I will first start by giving my honorable mention. Ready? Yes. Mm -hmm. Dead Island. Okay. Here's why. Uh, It's actually kind of good for its time, but it's still really nothing impressive. Mm -hmm. It came and went, and the only legacy it left really was the trailer about the characters in the trailer weren't even in the actual game. So you never actually play as the people that you meet and that are so famous. Or yeah. Famous. You so do most the of the time, <laughs> yeah, when people talk about Dead Island, it's about how crazy the E3 trailer was. Oh, yeah. Um, com- compared to how massive a flop it ended up being upon release. 
mm-hmm. uh, critically, but commercially, it was just viable enough to warrant a sequel, although it wasn't um, uh, urgent enough for that sequel to be rushed or whatever. We waited literally a decade for a sequel that nobody really has talked about or cared about. Yeah, so I played it like, for a bit, and the the exploration is okay, you know, but like the combat's basically, oh, just press this one button over and over it, again. It, <laughs> it you, you know what I'm saying. This, if you know anything about Dead Island, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, I think it's a solid pick. Not obviously, it's just an honorable mention, but that's a, sure. I think a solid uh, gauge for a, a overrated game. There's a lot though. So, uh, let me go to something like uh, Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, it was sort of a failure initially. Initially, but it was still kind of impressive, and it ended up redeeming itself. And it's it's actually you know a decent game, but that's something that you could argue overrated. I think of something like an Elden Ring, but actually mm-hmm. Elden Ring is a very solid designed game. Uh, its combat is is impressive, even though I, it is overpraised. Same as The Last of Us, it is insanely overpraised, but it does justify wow. it somewhat. I didn't uh, think you'd have that opinion. That was one of my honorable mentions, but I not really mainly the g- g- gameplay kind of sucks a little bit. In so, my opinion. But like exactly. it's mainly yeah. I'm just so tired of people acting like before this, including Craig Mazin, by the way, uh, that before Last of Us came out, that there were no video games that had like revolutionary, compelling complex stories and it's like <laughs> i am so like i am so tired of last of us fans pretending that it's like just that, like you know that like oh you know last of us was like freaking jesus christ and then <laughs> before and, last of us every yeah. other video game was you know just like lost in you know their own blissful <laughs> so, ignorance and then last of us died on the he's cross cooking. he's cooking to redeem the sins of all freaking video gaming man like no so I, I, that is completely 100% correct. And I think we have to, at least, you know, we're good at doing this. We, we separate our, our own bias from this. We're trying to. You can't obviously do it perfect, but we're trying to. And I'm trying. I can obviously separate my bias. I love Naughty Dog. They're up there as, like, my top two developers, top three developers. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, Naughty Dog. I love great. all of their games, including mm-hmm. Last of Us, Uncharted, all that. Uh, Jack and Daxter, obviously, everything. So – Last of Us, it's overpraised, and just like you said, it's it's the combat isn't there, but that's just a that's a pick. I think it still does justify itself. Oh yeah, uh, for Last sure. of Us was revolutionary. So then, my mind it goes to something like maybe a retro game, something eight bit, something sixteen bit, something two D. Uh, but most of those games don't sell nearly enough to be considered the most overrated ever. Like I think a great pick for a retro game would be the first Sonic game. Yeah. Uh, it, overrated but it just doesn't sell enough it's like okay it's overrated but it's not the most overrated and then there's the ones that do sell a lot in the top 10 best selling ever which would be like a super mario world or a tetris but i think those games justify themselves i don't think they're overrated right i think they prove it so then my mind goes to something more of like a classic game like a mario 64 or a legend of zelda but their sales mean they're you know at least worth it to a lot of people and it's those games uh like classic games like that succeed critically and commercially for what they were trying to accomplish and a lot of games of that time uh influenced so much uh and i think a a golden eye is a great example of an overrated game but that's not something that would be like the most overrated uh when you take into account uh score but i think that's a good choice so the criteria has to be a game that builds up and launches based on hype achieving mm-hmm. some huge level of critical and commercial success while not justifying it or does not go on to prove and or justify itself. So example, No Man's Sky. Launch oh. was trash, but mm-hmm. it went on to succeed and it's a great game. Anthem. Super super hype, but it fell off so hard that it's like it 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 you know, it doesn't have a lot of pe- a lot of people fighting for it. It's a good it's a good example, but it's not the most overrated, you know what I mean? It's not big enough but then you have the big franchises and titles like a call of duty but call of duty too successful it's too successful you can't even deny it. the money it makes the influence it's too successful and then there's uh games like halo 
Halo 2, Halo 3. Now, they're so beloved, but look at the legacy. Look at um, what Halo went on to influence and create. I don't think you could say that is insanely justifiable, you know, for it being overrated, super overrated or the most overrated. You could say that I these games that I just mentioned are overrated in some sense, but I'm trying to give examples of why they're not the most overrated. You know what I mean? So most lists I see and uh, online, YouTube, your guys' list, whatever, mm-hmm. they're super successful games that just don't uh, – that we don't like in some sense. You know what I mean? But what's a game that is modern enough that it can reach a lot of people? Because if you're, if you're picking a game from – let's say last year, two or three, four years ago, five years ago, it hasn't been on the market long enough. It hasn't been out long enough to see the impact. You know what I mean? So what's a game that has been out long enough to reach a lot of people, but a game that hasn't been out so long that it's considered like a retro or classic, you know, and it's more niche. What's something Mm -hmm. that hit at a time where gaming was huge, where it got insane reviews across the board but didn't live up to those reviews Mm -hmm. so with all that being said okay Mm -hmm. and this hurts me a lot to say it but my case yeah uncharted 2 among thieves oh (laughs) yep he's done (laughs) also also tony i hate you that was a christopher judge speech i can't i can't i can't Wait, I never wanted to hear you explain something so bad in my life. Go ahead. Yeah. Carefully. It's not the best in the series. It's the second it's not best even, in the series. It's not even the second best in the series. Uncharted oh. 3 is your favorite, dude. Shut up. Talk to me about taste. <laughs> I th- this game, when it came out, it was regarded as the greatest video game ever made. And that's just not the case. Okay. Even when it came out, it was one of the greatest ever made. It was amazing. But people were praising it for its set pieces. Guys, things there's this thing called a, a movie. Uh, they've been around for a long time. Okay. Oh, really? If you haven't heard, there's these things you go to things. Uh, so there's something called a theater. You, uh-huh. you know, get your ticket. Dude, you Last in. of Us is way more of an interactive movie than any Uncharted game. And that's one of your <laughs> favorites. You're right. But uncharted was praised more so for its set pieces specifically this game the train scene okay great part of the game everything else in the game dull you're in you're stuck in in nepal and the surrounding cities uh or the city surrounding it collapsing um hear me out (laughs) i think honestly what you just said i thought that's an amazing part of the game and in the train but the puzzles in this game, monotonous. They're not fun compared to later, you know, three and four. Uh, this game was still trying to find its its footing. I'm not saying the game's bad. I think it, yeah, I think yeah. this game is a at least a not. You know what I mean? It's it's amazing. This game is incredible. That's why I think it's the most overrated game ever because it is. It's so good. You know what I mean? But it's not the best ever. I, I think even more so than The Last of Us because we just were talking about The Last of Us. A lot of people agree that The Last of Us is overrated. Not a lot of people agree that Uncharted 2 is overrated. But look at the legacy it went on to um, create. It went on to create better versions of Uncharted, but it didn't define a genre. There were um, third-person action games way before this, and after there were third-person action games that weren't even trying to copy Uncharted. You know what I mean? So it's like what um, – how genre-defining really was Uncharted 2. More people try to copy The Last of Us. Um, the only – really the only series that tried to copy Uncharted truly was Tomb Raider. If you guys saw and, – and, and, and that's, um, you know, that's an example. But another example would have been the canceled Star Wars game 1313. It looked exactly – like Uncharted 2, and that game was canceled. I don't think that the formula Uncharted 2 had was able to um, be genre-defining. 
I mean, I think although pe- uh, I think critical reception, everything, it's overhyped and over overrated to say that this is a genre defining game. I think it's a masterpiece, but it's not. Um, it's not genre defining. It's not as significant as some genre defining games. It's not as good as Uncharted Three. It's not as good as Uncharted Four. And people are saying that this is the best in the series, best game on the console aside from The Last of Us, best game of that whole console generation, which just isn't true. So, but this game um, came out at a time where it was on PS3. Uh, it w- it was huge for the PS3 sales, which I think is why this game is regarded so high. Was because there was uh, this was the game that s- sent PlayStation Three on its trajectory to eventually outsell the 360, which uh, I don't think a lot of people realize that. This game sent it on its way. A lot of uh, a lot of games before Uncharted Two were not, you know, picking up traction. But Uncharted Two was good enough to do that. But everything after it was better. Uh, so that's why I'm thinking it's overrated because people were saying that this was the pinnacle. It wasn't the pinnacle. It was the launch point. You know what I mean? Everything from here went up. But when you're saying that this is the best that there was that everything you're saying goes down from here. When I think Uncharted 2 is the basis of where the PlayStation uh, exclusive, you know, trope started was Uncharted 2. You know, you got your Last of Us trope, you got your God of War, all of that. You got your Days Gone, all these third-person narrative um, action games, uh, you know, that have come from uh, PlayStation. Really, this was the start of it. And I think that when you take into account Horizon, Ghost of Tsushima, you take into account Days Gone, you take into account Last of Us, God of War, all of those games, Infamous, uh, Second Son, all of these third-person games that have this type of you know same trope, the same style, it all started with Uncharted 2. And I think all of them improve on things Uncharted 2 did. The ending of Uncharted 2 was not great. The final boss was terrible. It's like the worst in the series, in my opinion. I think it was I mean, terrible. Yeah, I can agree with that much. So uh, I think there were just some cool set pieces, though. Like like you said, the hotel was amazing uh, in the train scene. That was revolutionary. This mocap was revolutionary for the time. But everything from here goes uphill in terms of set pieces, in terms of mocap, all of that. Everything goes uphill from here. But the game, when you're stuck in Nepal and you're just trying to make it through the city... 80% of this game is you running through a city where everything looks the same. Yeah, there, you got a lot of fun moments, uh, which is, you know makes it a great game. But last thing I'll touch on, gameplay. The gun, the gunplay in Uncharted, not it. Uh, it doesn't really improve until the fourth game. And a lot of people talk about you know the gameplay and all this stuff about the game. But you know the best part about Uncharted 2? The online. Uncharted 2 had the best multiplayer, in my opinion, out of all of the Uncharted games. So no one talks about that. No one dives into that aspect of it. So I think it's overrated because people choose to focus on the parts of the game that have only been improved upon with this you know, game that set PlayStation on the direction it has, influenced games from third-party developers, uh, got, got, um, got Xbox sweating like that, uh, that uh, Jordan Pill meme, Andy. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, Uncharted 2 really set it all off. So that was that. Okay, that's really all I gotta say. I had to try to justify it. So, well, Tony, what were you gonna? Uh, what were you gonna say about? Uncharted no, 2? I. F- I want to kind of challenge your idea that like it didn't. That like you know a lot of games try to copy Last of Us and then try to copy Uncharted because I would argue that uh, Jedi Fallen Order and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy were uh pretty uncharted-esque like you know like you're walking through especially guardians of the galaxy you know there's like light platforming you can like find you know stuff uh you walk through areas with other characters and they're constantly bantering you know they're third person shooters the but they like combat is pretty basic because it's more about like you know the gunplay aspect so i mean i and what I'm trying to say is that it didn't start. Here's the thing: this Uncharted Two was not the first game like this. These kind of games started back in the in the '90s with, uh, you know, PS One and and N sixty four for how you know polygonal it was or whatever. It you know this third person action game, for third person action games didn't start with Uncharted Two, but it was um, 
the start of like the PlayStation exclusive, you know, where they were like, these are high selling, high production games. That's where it started. But I don't, I think Guardians, I mean, that's a great example. I, but I think Guardians takes more inspiration from other types of uh, games too. But um, that's why, but that's why I'm saying Uncharted 2 is the most overrated because it influenced so many. But when I, it's overrated because people are saying that it is the, pinnacle it is the start of all this but it's not it's just a very solid interpretation of it so hmm. well i mean i will agree there was the a melee lot. combat in three is better than the melee combat in two three is better i mean maybe in terms of gameplay but definitely not in terms of story in my opinion i I think it's just better all around. I think it, it takes every single thing two did and improves upon it a little, just a little bit, just a little bit. Andy, you said Uncharted earlier. How do you feel? I don't really have like a valid opinion. I mean, I will say the only two games I played is one and Golden Abyss, so I can't really say much about how the other games are on a pedestal. So that's why I'm just kind of listening in. It's Go good back, argument. Play two. Yep. Yeah. You'll see. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun, but that's that's the thing. It is a it's a mas- the game is a masterpiece, but it's just it's a masterpiece for its time. It's not. It, I don't know. It's just the conversation around it. It's <laughs> when when you talk to somebody who's a, a Uncharted two diehard fan, which I am. It's just they most of them are like, man, this <laughs> is the greatest game ever. I'm like. <laughs> It it started a lot. It was very influential, but you everything after it, it improved. Well, I mean, would you at least agree that the game plan two is better than the game plan one? Oh, that's here's the thing with Uncharted. This is why I say it's not even the second best. Every game improves on something, and I hate. I a lot of times I hate when games actually do improve on something from sequel to sequel but again studios evolve and they get better and you could clearly see that the talent and production everything is increasing but people are still the here's why the jump from one to two was way bigger than the jump from two to three even though three was better than two so because the jump from one to two was so significant that initial playthrough that initial you know run of uncharted 2 hit so hard because the only reference we had was uncharted 1 but with uncharted 3 even though it was better that jump from 2 to 3 didn't hit as hard because um it wasn't as big of a jump from the previous reference point which was uncharted 1 even though 3 was better than 2 that was that's my take on it Mm. 4 is just better than all of them well i think you actually make some pretty good points you had a high mountain to climb with me, I did. I, uh, I had. Uh, I, I'm uh, sorry about that pick, but you somehow pulled it off. I, <laughs> I, I I thought about it. I just think I think that's it. I think it's I think it's the most overrated. Um, I gotta I gotta get out of here. We gotta get out. We've been here for a little bit. We all had a lot of things to say. So yep. real quick, um, I'm just gonna run through our thoughts. Andy, what do you think about the three picks today? I like how controversial they are. That's part Definitely. of why this was such a fun exercise. If you can look past your, oh, I love this game with a dying passion, yeah, yeah. it's easy to really dissect some yes. of the critiques that people say. Like, you know, even what Tony was saying, it's grindy. I do admit that there are aspects that it could look better. It's just a matter of your experience playing it and everyone has a different experience so to say you should experience it the same way i did isn't fair at all yep there's no wrong answers no right answers it's all uh it's all subjective so tony your your thoughts on uh on hearing this uh no i think uh i think we did a pretty good job of uh explaining ourselves it wasn't like i feel like some people when they say something is overrated and then you're like, okay, why do you think that way? They're j- just like, because I think it sucks. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. no, that doesn't mean valid. anything. You're yeah. just saying words that have no, yeah. um, <clears throat> it's true. Yeah. I thought like, yeah, like I said, like 
in my opinion, something being overrated is, I mean, I guess there are obviously objective ways to prove that, but I think it's mainly just like. The, the fun thing is trying I, to prove it objectively, even though it is a subjective thing. When you say you hear know. me out, that's basically your way of saying, don't <laughs> yeah. execute me just yet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like it has to be, like, I mean, it shouldn't be totally biased, but like there's some bias thing. Like it's a matter of like, you know, like I'm thinking, like, I think your point about Uncharted 2 gameplay versus 3, I actually can't disagree with, but I was just looking at it more like I genuinely think the story in 2 is yeah a kind of brilliant thing of like See, yeah and that's why this is such a subjective this big, thing bombastic yeah. indiana jones thing but it's really a small story about a guy trying to deal with his broken heart and i really vibed with that whereas like the story in three i just was a slog in my opinion so that kind of yeah. overshadowed how i looked at the overall game so and you're not you're not wrong at it's all it's also so. a matter of like yeah like highlight like arguing like a different perspective is a great way to like to kind of look at stuff in a different way like if you love something it might be because of this but then if somebody points out well you know these aspects aren't that great you could be like oh yeah that's true i didn't where'd you get your opinion from a youtuber Uh, (laughs) (laughs) sorry all right um Great explanation. So usually we uh, have been ending the episode with a lot of like uh, movie or game recommendations, but we have talked so much about games, very heated about games. I'm just going to say I would recommend playing these three games, Valorant, Kingdom Hearts yeah. 2. I, I Yes, I'll recommend it. Uh, <laughs> and Uncharted 2 and uh, decide for yourselves. So with that, Tony, thanks for coming on, even though you brought up Kingdom Hearts again. And <laughs> Andy, it was good to have you back. I think this is a perfect topic. And yeah. I think I think it was a hit. People are going to be upset, but it was fun. Yes, there we go. Time to get canceled. Oh, yeah. All right, boys. This was our last time being free. Now we're, the internet's <laughs> going to shut us out and we're canceled. So thank you guys for coming on. And that has been, what, episode 25. So next time it'll be... Empire Strikes Back for episode 26. And we'll see you guys later. Yeah. Peace. See you later.